the old infrastructure that involves power plants, substations, transponders, and it just goes on and on. We can remove all of that and replace it with the universe, replace it with consciousness in which the universe is free, consciousness is free. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. I am so honored today to be having this conversation. It feels like such a privilege to bring this topic to my audience. So today's tea is on scalar light energy and consciousness. And I am honored to welcome Tom Palladino, who is a researcher and brings this energy to many people to help them. And today we're going to go deep on what this is and the healing that it brings. So welcome to the podcast, Tom. Thank you. The honor is mine. Thank you. Yeah. I am so excited to go deep into this today. And I've heard you talk about this and I was so moved by it. And I think that a lot of people, it's about getting the awareness out there of these types of modalities and and technologies that come from above, right? And so I'm excited to go deep with that. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your story and your background that you feel called to share that really brought you to this. Well, my background as a humanitarian, as a Christian, I want to help people. And one way we can help people is by technology. So I'm working with a new technology, scalar energy. This is free energy from the sun and the stars. And once we grasp that, once the world will start using this, we're going to solve our problems. I want to solve problems. I'm sure your audience wants to solve problems. So we're going to detail how we're going to solve our problems moving forward. Mm, I love it. Well, let's start with what, talk about like where scalar energy originates from and talk about the nature of the energy itself. I've discovered, and so has Tessa, that it's the sun, the stars. Any star produces scalar energy. Uh Many times I've often mused, why don't the stars lose energy, burn out, lose power? on account of the fact that this is a divine energy that powers the stars. This is what powers the universe. This is why the universe does not experience entropy in that sense. We have an infinite supply of energy, the stars, which is what? Scalar energy. This is not electricity. I want to punctuate that. We're not working with that old paradigm of electricity. We're working with a different energy. So if this energy never fades and never experiences entropy, That's free energy. That's infinite energy. So why don't we tap into this free, clean, infinite energy and solve the energy crisis? Mm, So powerful. What is the difference between scalar energy and, say, electromagnetic energy? It's very simple. All energy initiates from the stars at scalar energy, and then there's a conversion many times into electricity. 
So the primary energy of the universe is scalar, and the secondary, the offshoot, is electromagnetic energy. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. Beautiful. So what? how is this energy accessed? Like, how is this energy brought to people? And what does this energy do if people yeah. actually can wrap their heads around yeah. and believe in it? What can it do for people? To make this very plain and simple, everybody's a scalar energy expert. And I say that I'm not trying to be condescending. Everybody has seen the sun and the stars. Everybody lives from this life force energy. The human mind is animated by scalar energy. The human heart is animated by scalar energy. So scalar energy, we live by scalar light, scalar energy. So this is not an esoteric concept. However, the powers that be want this to be an esoteric concept. So what am I getting at? Scalar energy is everywhere. We live by it. The human mind, the human heart are animated by it. So let's just put this into plain terms. This is the life force of the universe. It's responsible for our being. Now, sadly, academia shies away from this. I don't know why. But we need to start accepting this as the other energy, as the other dimension. Yeah. And so... What is the ability that it has to do? Is it around healing specifically the physical body? Is it emotional? Is it mental? What is the ability that it has to do if we access it? All of the above and many other things. Now, keep in mind, scalar energy is consciousness. It's the instructions of the universe. Mm -hmm. So I've narrowed down my research right now to quantum health. I'm only one researcher. There's only so much I can do. Yeah. I know of other researchers as a man by the name of Viktor Grubenikov. He was using scalar energy to levitate. He had a levitating platform. Yeah. And he could move about by way of anti-gravity with this levitating platform. So that's another application of scalar energy. You can overcome, you can negate or control gravity through scalar energy. So it's unending the possibilities here. My mind reels every time I speak about the potential here. So I'll narrow it down with my field. I've developed instruments that we can improve human health and animal health. Now, this is quantum health. It's informational. I don't work with the biological processes. This is not a biochemical process. This is an informational process. What am I getting at? I don't work with the chemical. I simply work with light, with energy. Yeah. And the way I administer this energy is through a photograph of a person or an animal. Mm. People email me photographs, and this photograph, for instance, has a signature. It has an energy code. There's consciousness on that photograph. There's an energy fingerprint on that photograph. And I can access a person by way of their photograph. Now, we are having a conversation. You're not in my home. I'm not in your home. But we share this image through our video call. Well, instead of working through the electromagnetic spectrum, we can work in the scalar energy spectrum and likewise share images by way of a photograph. Yes. We can do this by a video conference call, then we can do it through a photograph with a scalar energy instrument. Mm. So, so good. So when you talk about quantum health, define what you mean by that for people. Yeah. So quantum health is the application of quantum energy to improve human health. Now, in particular, how does this work? Well, first and foremost, I've developed, working with engineers over the years, 
scalar energy instruments. We have instruments that can capture scalar energy and direct. Now, that's the key. We're not working with electricity. What I've discovered with scalar energy instruments, we can instruct those instruments to create a micronutrient. We can actually create a vitamin, a mineral, an amino acid, a fatty acid, a phytochemical. So imagine we can send energy into the quantum field, instructions, consciousness, and we can tell that photograph, create the B-complex vitamins. Yeah. Create the amino acids create a hormone, create an enzyme, and it will do so. Yeah. Because this is command over nature. This is a control over nature. And with a scalar energy instrument, we can direct information or consciousness and command it and instruct it to create a micronutrient. Mm. And those micronutrients can be used for healing. That's correct. Yes. Or now if someone doesn't have necessarily something to heal, although all of us pretty much do on earth at this time, health-wise and, and otherwise. But is it meant to be an energy that is accessed just for everyday wellness, everyday peace? I, like what, I, yeah. I, I've started with this, again, this narrow approach with quantum health. I want to expand my research into free energy to create a free energy device to say, light up a skyscraper, light up a home. Sure. I want to be able, it's it's a wireless transmission of free energy for illumination purposes. And then if we can do that, eventually we can use that to power a motor. So instead of using gas to power a motor, why not use sun energy? Yeah. Instead of using coal to power a home or a factory, why not use the sun, the stars? This is a paradigm shift. The old infrastructure that involves power plants, substations, transponders, and it just goes on and on. We can remove all of that and replace it with the universe, replace it with consciousness in which the universe is free, consciousness is free. Yes. And I wish we would have listened to Tesla over 100 years ago. Tesla wanted this new paradigm. It's so efficient. It's free. It's clean. It's inexpensive. What are we doing today? We're working with slow poke electricity. We're yeah. working with dirty energy. We're working with energy in which we fight over because it's limited in supply. Yeah. We could have avoided all of that nonsense and gone to the free, clean energy of the stars. Oh, it's it's so painful when I see this course that we've assumed. Yeah. Are there limitations of this energy or would it require us to consume differently and live differently with, in terms of how we consume electricity? And yeah, like if this were to be adopted, you know, across the board, what would be the changes humans would have to get used to? (laughs) I I see a a sea change and a difference in a lifestyle with this. This energy, yes, it is free energy. By the way, Tesla did have of scalar energy towers, and he was able to illuminate objects at a distance with these scalar energy towers. Well, can you imagine, we we no longer really need the gas industry, the oil industry. We can use scalar energy, and Tesla did this. He had a scalar energy car. He simply had an antenna that captured star energy, sun energy, and he would use that energy and maneuver this car and, and transport himself by star energy. He yeah. took out the combustion engine out of a car. Why aren't we doing that? Sure. Why, why don't we just run around today by way of star power? Why do we even have to plug into an electrical outlet? 
none of that makes sense in light of Tesla's achievements. Yeah, you know, we talk about abundance consciousness here. And I think throughout the rest of our lifetime, we're going to witness a lot. Humanity is addicted to scarcity, addicted to oh, believing with all of our heart and soul that we're limited. And yet our soul is begging us to believe we're limitless. And so if we're from the infinite source of limitless consciousness, that means that we have access to create and ground in technologies on earth as we have to live in very physical bodies with physical needs and emotional needs. And for me, I pray that more and more people can believe in this and more because I know there's a lot of people awakening spiritually right now. I know everyone, you know, has a unique process with that and it's all the divine will of the infinite. Very but good. I just feel like there will come this time when we've run out of, to your point, those resources. What would you say to people? Because I actually am more of a believer too, that the earth does regenerate. I mean, it's taught long before yeah. humans were alive, earth did its thing, right? But my thing is like, even spiritually, it's like mother earth runs this show, not humans. And yeah. I think we take a lot from earth and we we're completely disconnected from earth, right? And it feels like there's a, a shift in our consciousness that would have to happen to be able to believe exactly. enough in yeah. scalar light energy yes. to then allow its benefits to come. What is your like perspective on that? I agree. I could talk all day long about the science and the mechanics behind these instruments. It doesn't do any good unless people believe. That's and right. They, they start to incorporate. Yes. And you're right. Sadly, some people are self-limiting. Some people think that their scarcity is the norm. No, to the contrary, abundance is the norm. The powers that be today have, have fooled us, have lied to us into thinking that the paradigm is scarcity. To the contrary, the paradigm is superabundance. Yes, truly. I also would be curious for you to explain for people, like, I was fascinated to read about how scalar energy is the cause of time and that it's everywhere in the universe. And like you said, like transcends time and space. Talk to people about that. There's a great Russian astrophysicist, Nikolai Kozarev, and he described time as a flow of energy. He's right. Yes, what type yes. of energy? It's a flow of scalar energy. So if you could look at, say, a river, let's say the river is flowing with water. And in 10 seconds, that flow of water moves. Well, that's yeah. a measurement of water, measurement of scalar energy, a measurement of time. So what is the point here? Now, in practice and in principle, scalar energy is a double helix. It rotates. Yes. And the flow, the rotation of a scalar wave is responsible for the flow of time. So this is why time is universal throughout the universe. This is why time is in each setting the same, because we have stars that are rotating and producing that flow of scalar energy at a uniform rate, at a uniform rate. Do you ever wonder why time is the same on Earth as it is on the moon, as it is on Alpha Centauri? Because the stars are in unison and they're rotating, they're, if you will, this double helix energy is a uniform agreement. Yes. 
It is the movement of scalar energy that is responsible for time. If you were to stop that rotation, time would stand still. If you were to reverse that rotation, you would go back in time. Mm. It feels like, because you know how everyone says everything is energy? Yes, that's true. It's not a cliche. It's true. (laughs) Everything really is energy, yet I think people like that saying, but they're not sure how to embody that as a knowing, not even just a belief, like, oh, I'm choosing to believe this. But I feel like as people start to see that the energy behind their lives and their bodies and their relationships is what's driving its vibe, its tone, its emotion, its the results, they will start to see that we have more control over our lives than we think. I've always believed that there's like this immense power within us. And I feel like to use this energy is to put that knowing to the test. So with the people that you've worked with, talk about whatever you feel comfortable talking about, like some of the stories and some of the like, for lack of a better word, miracles that you've seen happen when this energy is fully believed in. God bless. This is God's miracle. Now I'm going to give the audience a, a clinical study. Right now, we're working with an HIV AIDS clinic in Delhi, India. Keep Mm. in mind, people email us photographs. I've never been to Delhi, India. So I work with people by their quantum field. Now, what's my point? We can work with the entire world by way of their photograph. And I want you to archive this talk because in the future, we're going to be working with millions of people around the world by way of their photograph. So as a litmus test, we're working with this HIV AIDS clinic. Om Prakash in Delhi, India. Now, keep in mind, scalar energy allows us mastery over physical forms. So one of my scalar energy instruments can unbind, can actually take apart the molecular bonds of a virus. So I've discovered a specific protocol which we can unbind, we can negate the molecular bonds, we can negate the hydrogen bonds of the HIV virus. And when you negate these molecular bonds, the HIV virus fragments, it falls apart. So in practice, we've worked with over 5,000 people at an HIV clinic in Delhi, India. Everybody, the testimonies are coming in. We've been doing this for three or four years. The testimonies are coming in. The people feel better. They've returned to work. They're gaining weight. They no longer have a viral load. They had a follow-up PCR test. There's no viral load for HIV. And many of them say that they have had even CD4 tests. And and with those, that CD4 lymphocyte count, their lymphocytes are up. Meaning what? That their body's restoring itself. That's a type of white blood cell. Long story short, working with over 5,000 people and across the board, without equivocation, everybody's feeling better. Well, I I think we're on to something. Yeah. So magical. I am such a believer in miracles, but I think we have to meet God halfway in that belief. And that goes back to humans believing that this kind of power exists, met with the power within, can create things that the mind cannot understand, but make life better. Right. And I know there's a lot of people like you, myself included, that have experienced things that make us feel that other people would say, oh, you're crazy, right? Because humans are obsessed with seeing everything in such a logical form and right and wrong. And and also very, we have to see it to believe it. I 
believe we have to believe it to see it. So do you feel that this is opening up people's consciousness or they're already yeah. coming with a consciousness and a faith that's yeah. meeting their, I, it's expanding their quantum field to be able to even receive this healing through I, the energy? I give people an A across the board. People are very open to this. Mm -hmm. Now we have a grassroots movement and I'm going to underscore that. This is a grassroots movement. I'm not getting help from the government or big business, honestly. And the people are open to this because we have a lot of good people and their minds are open. Their hearts are, are disposed to this. Yeah. So, you know, bravo for humanity. They really are carrying the torch right now. And my prediction is they will continue to carry the torch because they care. They're good people. And to be quite blunt, if we just stick with this grassroots paradigm, it's going to work. And to be blunt, I avoid government and big business. Sure, sure. Yeah. And why do you do that? They're corrupt. They're corrupt. Yeah. And I, I want to work with the people. Again, their hearts are well disposed. They're good people. They are conscious. They want to change the world. I really think the impediment in many ways is our leadership, you know, both in government and business. We have really, yeah. really lousy leadership. Let me just be blunt. There's lousy leadership. Yeah, absolutely. There is. Yeah, and there's a lot of leadership that's lacking consciousness and is driven by profit only, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's a dead end. I don't know why people don't get that. As a scientist, that's the last thing I worry about, money. Right. Right. You know, today I, I started researching this morning at 4.30 in the morning because I love to research. I don't count my nickels. Right. I, I just don't. <laughs> right. I don't get it with the scientific community today. If if you're really concerned about making money, you're in the wrong field. Yeah. Make, I don't know. Make, maybe get into a field where you want to make money. As far as science, if you want to be a groundbreaking pioneer, you better not concern yourself with money. Yeah. I would just offer to anyone listening that we're going to start to see more and more of this kind of technology and other technologies that seem to... <laughs> not make sense in our current model. And that's the point. That's the point. The point is to not fit everything in our current model. And I would just like, the reason I had Tom on is because I stay ever curious about everything and I don't pretend to know anything. And I think humanity is, is really being asked to stop thinking we know everything and that the old right. way is the only way. Right. Yeah. And the people that are open to that, you know, are experiencing things that other people just haven't yet. Right. And so as more people, it doesn't mean that anyone has the exact answer, right? There's so much mystery to everything, but I know I can feel that what you're seeing in your studies and what you're seeing tangibly from this very, this energy that some people would say is, is hard to grasp is real. You're not making that up. Right. And so I think that there's so much to be said for us to stay open-minded and curious. What would you say about adopting like a curiosity mindset? You're absolutely right. When you're open-minded, the possibilities are endless. A lot of people limit themselves. Curiosity, you know, that's why I got up early this morning to research. I, by the way, I had a great day of researching and I just focused on the intent yeah. to improve, to understand better and to apply this energy. And I know our listening audience does the same. And, you know, what I do on a daily basis, I'm sure you practice on a daily basis. We as a humanity has such incredible potential. I'm trying to unite humanity. 
One of my goals with Scale Energy is to unite mankind. I see that we fight a lot, which is really our downfall. Yes. If 8 billion people on the 8 billion people now, if 8 billion people were working together, this would be heaven on earth. Yes. And that's what we're being asked to anchor into earth. So truly, truly, thank you, Tom, for being here and for what you're doing. I'm such a supporter of it. And I really feel that there's going to be so many more breakthroughs in your research. And I will support that. And I can continue to be expanded by the miracles that are coming through using this light energy. So thank you for what you're doing. And I pray more support comes your way. It is in the form of humanity. It's a grassroots people. I want to offer in closing, our website allows anybody in the world to send email the photograph. We will work with you, treat your photographs for free for 15 days. It's quantum health. It's, It's not biological health. The website, scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. You can send us your photo, your family's photo, if they give you their permission, your pets. Share that free trial. You can share it with a million people on Facebook if you want. The point is to get out this new and promising technology to mankind. That's why we give away sessions. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much for offering that, Tom. Thank you for being here. God bless. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon, and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, Low. Love.